Hey guys, so I want to go ahead and apologize for the noise that is going to happen for probably majority of this podcast. I have a bracelet on and it was very jingly, so it's making a bunch of noise as I'm speaking. I hope and pray it's not as much of a distraction, but I pray that you guys can just tune it out and listen to my heart and listen to what I had to share on this particular episode. I thank you, Father God, for the Pillow Talk podcast. I thank you, God, for using me as a vessel to pour into women, pour into men, pour into your people, Father God, the words that you share within my spirit. The way you father me, Father God, to be able to grow and mature into the woman of God that you've called me to be. I thank you, God, that you've given me the opportunity to know you. It's such a privilege. And I feel completely honored to know you, God, in such a deep, intimate way that all I want to do is know more of you, God. I want to know you more deeply. I want to know you more intimately, Father God. And that's what Pillow Talk is about, to have real conversations with you, Father, to lay before you my heart and share with you what's on my mind and to be real, to be raw, and to be transparent, God. And I thank you for the opportunity and the platform to do exactly what it is that you've called me to do. And I pray that those that are listening to this podcast are able to receive what they need to receive, God. That you are able to touch their hearts, God, and convict their spirits to receive and to heed and to receive the words that are coming out of my mouth, God. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hey guys, welcome back to the Pillow Talk Podcast. It's your girl Chiamaka. And I'm back with another episode. And this week, I wanted to speak about something that I've been dealing with within the past couple of weeks um, in regards to my relationship with God. And, you know, I'm going to be a little transparent. Um, Not that I'm going to be a little more transparent. The goal of this podcast, period, is to be transparent, is to be real, is to be vulnerable to be raw, to be authentic. And you guys are going to hear me say those words interchangeably very often, um, just because that is the heart and the core and the soul of Pillow Talk. So I'm in a space where I'm living by myself. I'm in grad school. I'm a graduate assistant. We spoke about these te- these things. Look at my African accent trying to come out. <laughs> we spoke about these things in the last podcast. And so I'm, I'm in a space where God has really been trying to test me, y'all. Woo. And I didn't even know it, y'all. Um, I think it's such a great thing to have community and sisterhood to reveal to you the areas where you may fall short or where you may not be aware that you're falling short or that can bring to you the awareness of God testing you or God trying to prune you or God trying to do something within you. And so for me, man, July was a month of pruning again, a month of growth, a month of learning, a month of separating 
um, a month of distancing myself from my old self, distancing myself from who I used to be, and walking in and becoming who I'm called to be, walking into a woman of God, walking into the spirit God has called me to represent, walking into my calling, walking into my purpose, walking into my blessings, walking into the things God has for me. And in my previous podcast, I was talking about how with new levels come new devils. And I don't know if I elaborated too much on that. I can't really remember much. Whenever I record, I literally just push play or push record and let it all out. And so, but I remember specifically speaking on new levels, new devils. And so there are so many things that I know that God is calling me to. There are so many things that I'm supposed to do here on this earth. And the requirements for obtaining that level or obtaining those things, obtaining that place, obtaining the promise, are completely different than where I was in my previous level but this is exactly what happens when you step into a new season when you step into a new place to when you step into a familiar territory this is the time where you come and sit still before God and you seek him and let him reveal to you the tools the necessary tools and skills and requirements for you to step in and fully flourish in this new place that God has called you into. And so there are so many things I want to learn when it comes to ministry, when it comes to running a business, because I eventually want to have my own business. Um, And being a grad student, learning time management, learning uh, that it's not like undergrad where I can just lay up and do whatever I want. Um, There's a lot more responsibility on your end when it comes to assignments and readings and just being a good student overall. And also with being a graduate assistant, the responsibility that comes with that. Um, And so there are so many things I have to acquire in my character in order to fully flourish as a graduate student, as a graduate assistant, as a woman that's pursuing ministry and entrepreneurship. And so God has been taking me through a lot of different things in order to learn, in order to grow, in order to mature. I know that there are three pillars that I'm working on in order to fully step into that place. Um, And so I have three pillars and then I have three sub pillars under each of my three pillars. And so one is discovering my true identity in Christ. And in those, um, in, in that category, the three things that I'm working on is my shame because um, growing up I dealt heavily with shame and it has affected me in my relationships till this day and so that's something that I know I want to work on being completely healed from my negative mindset again just growing up in a negative environment I it's it's natural for me to be a cynic it's natural for me to think negatively about a certain situation it's, ne- it's, it's natural for me to think negatively, period. And I don't want to be like that, especially if I'm believing God for several different things in my life. I can't have a negative mindset about things. 
The Bible says, as a man thinketh, so is he. And so if I'm thinking negatively and I'm thinking about negative outcomes, I shouldn't be surprised when those negative things happen. And so that's something I know that I need to completely make a complete shift in my mind. I have to renew my mind, just like the word says. And last but not least in that category is to grow in self-love, my self-worth, self-esteem, and confidence. Um, And I think this is just going to be a daily thing every day for the rest of my life to grow in my confidence, to grow in my boldness, and to make sure I can, you know, love myself and making sure that I am taking care of myself in order to live out everything God has called me to, to do. The second category or the second pillar is to experience true growth and maturity. And this year has been all about growth, all about growth. I'm telling you, it's crazy because I wrote this down on my vision board earlier this year that I want to grow, period. I feel like I I did a lot of talking about knowing God and I love God and, you know, I go to church, but there was no real relationship. There was no real growth happening in me. Yeah, of course, there's the human wisdom that you, you know, you, you, you hear and you're like, okay, yeah, that's sound nice, but there's no actual application in growth that happens when it comes to the wisdom that I obtained throughout my years. And so now I'm at a place where it's like, oh, I actually have to grow up. I have to actually get uncomfortable and apply these principles in my life to fully see them manifest. And so I want to make sure that I'm disciplined. Child, I can't be out here doing it my way and doing it however. I have to be disciplined. So I got to get up at a certain time. Even if it's on the weekend, I know that in order to build this habit of the things that I want to see happen in my life, I have to be disciplined and work on uh, waking up at a certain time. I also have to watch what I eat. I can't just be putting anything on my plate. Like, (laughs) I I can't just be putting anything in my mouth and think that I'm going to be good for the long haul. I got to start incorporating more healthy options in my diet and start intaking more water. And so... In those areas of discipline, I know that that's something that God is calling me to work on. And also making sure that I stay in um, in shape, that I stay in the gym, that I get exercise at least three to five days a week. Um, you know, I can't be out here trying to run a business, trying to go to grad school, start ministry and work as a full-time grad student and not be working out and not expect to burn out fast because I haven't been eating healthy and I haven't been getting enough exercise I got to keep my energy levels up in order to do all these things God has called me to do and then the last underneath that pillar is to walk in wisdom and so oh lord it's it's easier said than done y'all because for me you know in the moment you're like okay, God, I hear you, you know, you're telling me this, you're telling me that. But then when it's actually time to step out and walk in that, your flesh wants to war with your spirit and it has its own ways and it has its own plans. And so being able to be stronger in my spirit so I can walk in wisdom and walk in discernment when it comes to every situation in my life. And then the last pillar is to be completely sold out on the gospel. And so with these three, um, Uh, The three underneath that pillar is to have faith and trust in God, to fully have faith and trust in God, to have that full belief in God that he he he's real, period. You know, Um, 
not saying that I don't believe, not saying that, you know, he's not real. But as a Christian, let's be real. There are some times where I question. There are some times where I waver. There are some times that, you know, I'm confused and, you know, I see what's going on in this world. And I, you know, sometimes look up and I'm like, God, like, how are you letting this world be the way it is? But that's not going to stop my belief in him. That's not going to change my relationship with him. I'm going to continue to seek him and get to know him and really put my full faith and trust in him. Because his, his he says in his word that he's not man that he shall lie. So the way I look at it is Jesus can be the biggest truth or the biggest lie that ever happened. And so I'm going to bet that you are the biggest truth, period. The second one underneath that pillar is to know that God truly loves me. I think a lot of us walk around with this sense of knowing that God loves us. But do you truly, in your core, in your spirit, in your soul, know that God loves you? And I used to be like this. I used to be like, oh, yeah, God loved me. You know, I love God. But then when hard times come or when things don't look like how I want it to look or when I feel unlovable in the physical, I start to connect it with, well, God don't love me. Or deep down, I feel like, man, God don't care about me. Even though I'm not saying this out loud, this is what I feel in my heart. And God knows my heart. God judges the heart. He don't judge no outside actions. He judges the heart. And so... I had to really sit with myself and sit with God and be like, okay, what, what's the disconnect? Why do I feel like when I go through something, when I'm dealing with something, when I'm going through the growing pains of life, that I feel like you don't love me? And that is something that I'm still learning every day. It's It goes back to me not fully believing sometimes when I have those moments of wavering and those moments of doubt. But I always have to go back to the word, especially in Isaiah 43. Um, I think verse four, I could be wrong, but where it says that he loves me, like he literally says it, he loves me. And so that's something I want to work on uh, within this time period. And the last point under the last pillar is to be fully surrendered and to be deeply rooted in him. And this has really been my theme this whole year um, with surrender, because if you know me, if you've watched my pillow talks, if you've had conversations with me, you will hear me say surrender a lot because like I was saying before, I walked around with this, I love God, God loves me, I know God, I go to church, I read my Bible, but I wasn't living for him. I wasn't surrendered to him. I wasn't giving my all to him. I wasn't deeply rooted in him either. I would read my Bible, but it's like it would go in one ear and out the other. And so that was a real big issue for me because it's like, okay, God, I know there's so many things that you want me to do on this earth. I know you've called me to be a woman in ministry. I know you've called me to be a businesswoman. I know you've called me to lead this generation of women. I know that you've called me to speak, to write, to empower, to encourage, to heal, to do all these things on this earth. But yet I still feel very stuck. I feel stuck in this level and I don't understand. So God has been calling me to surrender and to trust and to have faith in him. But with that comes that uncomfortability of growth, bro. You cannot grow in uncomfortable or in comfort. You cannot grow in comfort, period. You have to be uncomfortable. And that's where I have found myself now. I'm a bit uncomfortable. Let's just be real. 
and I think it's okay. I, this is this is part of growing. Like even in the physical, as a teenager or as an adolescent, you know, I don't know if you guys have ever experienced this, but you start feeling kind of achy or crampy in your legs because you're going through the growing pains of of teenagehood. Likewise, with your relationship with God, with your spiritual walk with God, you're going to go through the growing pains of being a Christian. So tests will come at you left and right. You're going to be tempted left and right. And honesty moment, honesty error. I think I'm going to call it honesty error. I know that's a thing, but we're going to make it a thing on my pillow talk. But honesty error, y'all. Last week, I was wilding out of my flesh. I'm be completely real. And I'll be the first one to be real. I was balling out. I was doing things that I had been completely delivered from, that I was free from, that I looked at with disgust, that I, you know, had no desire to do anymore. I was out here, you know, just in my flesh. I was gossiping, talking about folk, uh, going off on folk, um, having lustful desires, like just doing things that were not who I see myself to be as my highest version of myself. And so I was out here just tripping, yo, just tripping. And it's because I was dealing with unbelief. I was dealing with doubt. I was dealing with confusion. And I had to see God. I was like, okay, God, why do I feel like this? And the root of that was I was mad at God. I was upset with my past. I was very upset with God about my past. I felt like God did not care about me growing up. I felt like God neglected me and forgot about me. When I compare myself and my story to other women's stories and their past, you know, of course everybody has gone through what they've gone through. They've gone through their own issues and we all have our struggles and our stories. But it's like there I just I don't know, this goes back to the negative mindset, okay? I would find something a little bit more worse within my story in comparison to the other woman's and felt and feel like, God, like, yeah, of course, this woman next to me went through what she went through, but it's not as bad as what I had to go through. Why? It's like you cared for her and you protected her, but why couldn't you protect me or care for me? And so because I was frustrated, but not even realizing that I was frustrated with God, because you know how the church, quote unquote, would tell you, you can't question God and you can't be mad at God. So I felt like I couldn't be upset. I felt like I couldn't, you know, let God know that I was upset with him. And so in, in instead of coming to him and letting him know my heart, I failed. I'm gonna be real, I failed several tests in this in, in this last week and I fell into a lot of temptations and I didn't feel grieved in my spirit. That's one thing I knew was off. Because when I mess up or when I fall into sin, I normally feel grieved in my spirit. But in this case, I didn't. So that's how I knew something was off. And it wasn't until I got before some sisters sisters in Christ and shared with them, you know, what I've been dealing with and what I was going through this week, that it hit me like a dump truck. It hit me like a ton of bricks that I was, I, that I felt betrayed by God. And because I felt betrayed by God, I turned my back on him. Mm. And when I said those words, I, it literally just, the the waterworks just came falling down. I was able to express my heart 
to those girls and then also have that time with God to express my heart to him in the form of journaling and even throughout the weekend I was able to just express my heart and so I go I say all this to say that this is part of the growing pains of walking as a Christian anytime you are in a place where you feel uncomfortable or where you feel very frustrated where you're at or where you're upset about something in your past or something that God is trying to work in on you God is trying to reveal some things about you. God is trying to um, mature you in some areas. God is trying to tell you to deal with your unforgiveness. God is trying to tell you to go and work that situation out with your friend or your coworker. God is telling you, I need you to work on this shame. God is telling you, I need you to heal from your negativity. God is t- God could be telling you anything. And I didn't even know I was being tested, y'all, until I brought her to Paul, my sister. In Christ, and she was like, God was testing you, and God was trying to see if you want to pass the test or not. Because God has been like, when I tell you, God has been teaching me so much in August and in um, July, He has been teaching so much to me, pouring so much within me, and building me up. And I let a moment of me being upset and frustrated with something that happened in my past throw me off of what God had called me to be focused on in this time because he hit me with several tests y'all that I completely failed and so I've been able to talk to God about it and receive his forgiveness and his grace and mercy from that but now I also learned in this that he was testing me and now I know how God can test me and this also goes back to me dealing with unbelief feeling like okay well you know the word says that God will test his children But I don't think that applies to me. No, if you are a child of God, if you're a child of the king, a daughter of the king at that, for my sisters that are listening, everything that is written in this word is applicable to you, to me. And for some reason, I just felt like I was just invincible to test from God. But God will test you in the growing season. God will test you in the wilderness. God will test you in this period, in this season of growing pains. Oh, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I want to read something for you guys in James. James 1, verse 2 through 12 have been what spoke to me about my growing pains. It says to consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. If any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. But when you ask, you must believe and not doubt, because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea, blown and tossed by the wind. That person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Such a person is double-minded and unstable in all that they do. And we're going to jump just to verse 12. Blessed is the one who perseveres under trial, because having stood the test, that person will receive the crown of life that the Lord has promised to those who love him. And so 
reading this scripture just literally spoke so much and resonated so deep within my spirit because dealing with unbelief, dealing with um, a double mind, dealing with doubt caused me to miss and fail the test that God had put in place. But thank God for his grace, y'all. Thank God for his grace. It literally, like, when I tell you this scripture touched on every single point that I was dealing with. It touched on every single point. My doubt, um, the, the trials, the, the growing pains of just growing in faith. And I know God, I've been asking God to build my faith up. And he's been testing me, y'all. I go, I say all this to say that even though I messed up, there is such a thing as God's grace. Praise God. Who Jesus. There's such thing as God's grace. And you can ask God again to show you, to test you, to build your faith up so you can produce perseverance. And all I want to do is grow in this walk with God. All I want to do is just grow, know myself more, know more about him, know more about his people, and know about what I'm supposed to be doing on this earth and actually execute those things out. And live those things out and walk those things out. I remove my old self. No longer CC, no longer a hot girl, no longer a woman of the world, but a woman of God. And I can still walk in the things that God has for me, even though it's going to require maturity, even though it's going to require discipline, even though it's going to require dying to my flesh denying my fleshly desires even though it's going to require me to open my spiritual eyes i'm ready for all of that i want all of that i want to deny my flesh i want to open my spiritual eyes to be aware of the testings and the trials that god puts in place for me to grow in my faith and i'm excited you know it's uncomfortable but without uncomfortability there's no growth period um, I've heard so many great people say this particular sentence. There cannot be growth and comfort. You have to be uncomfortable to grow, period. You can't resort back to your flesh and your old ways when things become uncomfortable, when things become a little shaky. Pursue God. See God in that. Let him teach you and guide you the way you should go in order to grow. So I'm going to stop this podcast right here. I hope this was real. I hope that this was informative. I hope that this touched somebody. Um, I just want to be obedient. I just want to do what God has called me to do. And I pray that the people listening to this receive this and apply it to their lives and grow. So, yeah, that's it for the Pillow Talk podcast. I'll talk to you guys next week.